How have you seen sort of technology change how people are tackling curation in, in the workplace? I think it's relevant kind of across the board for organisations of all different sizes, because so if you think about it from, you know, the small to medium size enterprise um, organisations, you know, they may have less people to respond to the needs of the business. Therefore, any form of automation to help them to discover the best content, you know, curate it quickly with filterable options. So what I mean by that is, you know, so you might have, you might search for something, you know, with a phrase or a question or something and get a whole bunch of results, but then you need to be able to filter it in other meaningful ways. So maybe language is a thing, or maybe it's actually only wants only want to curate content which is bite size, or actually people within my organization prefer audio, or maybe it's you know frontline people who actually you know they're in the car or traveling and they prefer audio. So you you need to be able to filter all of the content that you that's available to you in certain ways to make it most appropriate for the audience that you're curating it for so if you think about you know maybe you have um maybe you have a topic that you want to curate on you know so a good example in actual fact is one um i'm just looking at a search that um, i did previously which is around how to promote psychological safety in the workplace so a really good example of this might be you know you might you've got different audiences one that's on the road one that's in the office and you want to curate a very similar playlist but for those different audiences using different asset types. Well, if you were to do that manually, you know, you'd have to go through, okay, now where's all my videos? You know, whereas if you use automation, you do the search, you change the filters, you get the results. And it's as simple as that, you know. So regardless of the size of your organization or the libraries that you're searching over, that increases your scalability of an L&D department massively because every time someone asks you for something, you can truly think, right, what is the best possible journey or playlist can I create for the different audiences that need to consume this content? Because something like psychological safety would be relevant to everybody in an organisation. So it's a really nice example, in actual fact, of how you can tailor it. Whereas before, perhaps time would only allow you to create one and you would force people to sit in front of a computer or something to consume that learning because that that was the only available resource. It was the only the only time you had available to curate. Yeah, one of the things we're we're sort of focused on a little bit is, you know, how do we empower managers, like you know, managers of teams to actually yeah. take a more active role in in, you know, the sharing of knowledge and and information and learning. So, you know, knowing that an L and D team is, you know, often uh trying to do so many different things, how do we how do we make it really simple? I guess we're often, you know, we're almost at the other end of the the, the spectrum in terms of um, how do we make it easy for the content that has been curated to be consumed? You know, often you see that's the problem. You know, someone's gone to all this trouble of creating, you know, or curating in this case, you know, this incredible content, and then the way it, which it's accessed is really difficult. It's confusing. So really, the simplicity um, for the kind of end learner in that case, or even the manager, to be able to very quickly 
you know, share some things that they found with other members of the team, get contribution from the team. I think yeah. that's often overlooked as well. And the technology, of course, has got a role to play in in how you make it easy. Yes, uh, indeed. Well so it's about the, the democratization of learning across the business. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a really good point, actually, Duncan, because, you know, if you have got managers who, you know, understand their needs directly, um, you know, and they go on to this system to curate, they may be faced with an issue of like perhaps gaps in in some of the content that they're looking for. And, you know, or it's it, it's not quite appropriate for the message that they're trying to get across within that particular playlist. And that is an opportunity for them to you know use their expertise to assess freemium content or web content um as we call it in anders pink so this is where you know so our core product our original product was um web curation where we go out to the web and we we look for the latest content on um you know business related topics and we um we filter out all the stuff that isn't good for learning so we're not looking at we're not using algorithms for search engine optimization we've got our own um, domain authority which looks for content that's that's good for learning so in the results, they can see everything that the company has or that they subscribe to, but also they can see suggested results from the web that map to the search query. So this is an opportunity really for the managers with their expertise to be able to cherry pick you know, the very latest thought leadership on or the latest industry information on the topics or, or the skills that they're curating content on. So it gives them, it gives them an added benefit or advantage to the content that they're curating and in order to broaden the learning experience um, for, for the learners themselves. 